ladies and gentlemen. I'm Arman. I'm joined by a by a baller on his day. No, I'm joking. By an absolute baller, Fabo. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, I already got some shade in the intro, but other than that, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you, brother? <laughs> I thought I'd switch it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. So today, um, we're gonna talk about FPL, which is one of my favorite subjects. As most of you know, how was your game week, man? Uh, the second one was was it started off really well, and then. It, a, can you just say the the points tally as well? I got forty nine points, I think, or forty seven. Yeah, uh, forty seven, which is three above average, and it started off really well, and then it all went sour when Ariola got ten points and was sour on my bench. <clears throat> uh, that kind of ruined it a little bit. I still, I still have a few green arrows, but it's, it's, it, it, it wasn't as yeah. Monday night kind of ruined it a little bit. Yeah. How, how did yours go? Yeah, 49 as well. I think it was, for most people, not the greatest of game weeks. If you look, Saka, Fernandez, Rashford, Martinelli, Haaland, all those guys didn't really perform. Chilwell didn't perform. So um, not too worried about it because, yeah, many players have have uh, these kinds of players. But yes, in, in total, it was a bad game week for the both of us. Um. Missing out on some... Do you have Mitoma? I do have Mitoma, yes. Yeah, but you don't have Mbomo. No. No, it was either or. Yeah. Um, although now I'm considering yeah. swapping one of them uh, or bringing in Mbomo right. for, for Rashford or someone. But we'll get to yeah, that. We're going to... We'll get to that shortly. Do you have already like um, a sort of plan in your head where you want to take this team or you maybe want to say... In game week seven, I don't know, I want to bring in Salah or someone like that. Do you have already a little bit of a plan or do you go more game by game? No, I mean, I have a couple of ideas. Uh, so the one thing I definitely want to do is swap uh, stones for Chilwell. That's like a no-brainer at this point. I have 0.5 in the bank, so I, I have the funds to do it. Um, I don't. I've been trying to find sources that tell me whether or not Chilwell is going to be out at all because he got subbed and there's been rumors about a cracked rib, but I can't really find anything substantial. So I'm hoping that he'll be fit to play because Chelsea's fixtures now are just brilliant. They have two home, two easy home games to start with, and then it just kind of gets better and better from there. Um, so I'm really hoping yeah. for some clean sheets. I mean, they play Luton at home, Forest at home, Bournemouth away, then Villa at home, Fulham, Burnley. Like the next six game weeks are just games where you expect them to to win and and get goals and clean sheets. So so yeah, Chilwell is the yeah. first plan that I probably should have looking back. I should have started yeah. with him. Uh, the second plan is also investing in Newcastle and and Liverpool players once they've once this game week has passed. Um, that both of their fixtures kind of open up a little bit, especially Liverpool's. I think um, look easy. I want to get into their midfield. Popular choice is is Diaz. Yeah. And it seems time to cash in on either Bruno or, or Rashford for me. I'm I'm kind of more lenient with Martinelli and Saka at the moment, but Bruno and Rashford, one of yeah. them will have to go. And then it's time to try and invest into into City into Liverpool and, and Newcastle players. Yeah. So about Liverpool, the fixture of Liverpool, what do you think about um 
is Tottenham away now a, a difficult fixture? You think? Yeah, I, I would I would say so. Yeah, by the looks of it, even yeah. even if Madison is is injured, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just want to get your facts on that. So let's get into it. I uh, written down some players which we're going to talk about and some yeah. teams. And I just want to get your take on that, and maybe I will say my take on it as well. So the big disappointment, obviously, is is uh, Gabriel. He didn't play again. And um, yeah, it's very frustrating because he's such a great FPL asset. He is such a danger from set pieces and brings home a lot of clean sheets. But now he seems to be, um, yeah, not in the team anymore for whatever reason. Tactically, probably he's not injured. So yeah, do we actually keep him for one more game week because Tomiyasu is is um as a red card or do we sell him already this week? I mean, I have a I have two transfers, so I'm very much tempted to to ship him out and and get someone else in. I think the question then becomes, yeah. who do we swap him for? Um, yeah. because it, it, for me at the moment I can't really get past a three-five-two formation like a lot of people I, from from what I can yeah. tell, and thus having having a defender who doesn't play I can't really afford that. So th- yeah, there's a, there's an option there to just kind of go okay, let's just get someone like Malo Gusto from Chelsea and get that million or that point nine whatever it yeah. is, and and yeah, open up some funds or. Yeah, I don't really see another option. What are your? Are you? Are you? Are you tempted to keep him just because he might play? I'm tempted, yes, because it's Fulham at home, and I think they can get a clean sheet. Um, and yeah, it's it's difficult, you know. It maybe because Sinchenko can play as well, you know. That's exactly my thoughts. From what I could yeah. tell, against. Palace. I mean, he got he he came yeah. on before Zinchenko did, yes. But at the same time, Party seems now to be a, a like a certain starter, and Party played well as well yeah. at that right back position. Yeah, yeah, yeah he played well. I don't see Ben White playing right back anytime soon. I think he wants to stick with White and Saliba in in the center of defense. Yeah, but that that's exactly why I think Gabriel can play because Party is. He's always tucking into midfield, and this then this defense get uh, shapes into a sort of three. And I don't think that Sinchenko can pl- one or is perfect to play in that three. I rather see Gabriel in there. Um. Yeah, but I think it will come down to me selling him as well. To be honest. Um. Yeah. I, I do I do like the the Brentford defenders Henry and Pinnock. I may I'm probably gonna go for them because of the good fixtures they have and Henry bombing on this left hand side can get some assists. Pinnock has very high uh, set piece threat, but yeah. Um, are you are you not tempted? Are you not well? tempted to get the Marlo Gusto from from Chelsea for four million? I just think that. If Reese James is fit again, you just have to take him out again, you know. And it's just two transfers, basically wasted. Uh, not wasted, but you have, you have, you know, you're gonna take him out again. Okay. That sort of, 
that's sort of my my thinking and um yeah it's udogi from tottenham as well is a shout he he seems to be having this left back spot but then again how is the the tottenham defense looking going for um in the next games i, I don't know um yeah so Gabriel, I think, is a sell for both of us. Yeah, I agree. Then, what do you think about Watkins? Because Villa is firing, but he's not on penalties anymore. And this, which makes him less of an asset. Do you think, do you already have him in your team, first of all? No, I don't. I've been playing Alvarez up top. Alvarez, um, yeah, and I've been quite happy with him to be honest. Um, yeah, he's, I think he's yeah. got five and seven points respectively in yeah, the past few that's... game weeks, which which has been quite that's very good. Six point five, and and he looks to keep his spot as well in the yeah. city team at the moment, having yeah. scored obviously. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Watkins will score. You know, he's going to get goals. You know, he's going to get minutes. Yeah. You know, he's going to get goals. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that Villa will will just keep on the good form. I I yeah. have I just everyone's hyping them, which in a way makes me kind of go, mm, yeah. Mm, I don't trust it yet. So I'm yeah. I'm. It's the same with Diaby because I was tempted and I had him in one of the drafts, but I'm like now, uh, just a bit hesitant. Yeah, the thing with Watkins is his data is really good, and he's obviously a very prolific striker, and he's. He's Premier League proven and we can sort of count on him playing. But if we look at the Aston Villa fixtures, they have Burnley away, Liverpool away. Then they have Crystal Palace at home, which is, is a good fixture. Then they have Chelsea away, then Brighton at home. So I don't think it's the best fixtures. Um, so, but you could also say these are fixtures where you can counterattack, which is kind of Watkins... Watkins is is type of um game. yeah it's type type of game yeah so are you thinking of say, selling him? I'm th- thinking of selling him just because he's not on penalties anymore and I I can't stress enough how important it is to have penalties because how many penalties we 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 see you know every weekend it's the, who, who just... would you get in instead? Yeah. Well, There are, there are a few candidates. I think Alvarez is a candidate as well because City's fixtures are amazing. But then again, it's uh, Pep and you just don't know. <laughs> mm. But uh, if you if you have him, I would I would just stay with him. I mean, there's no point of selling him if you already have him. But in terms of bringing in, I think, I think about Nicholas Jackson, you know, because... They play Luton at home and Nottingham Forest at home, and it's kind of difficult for me just to to not look at that. And then they play Bournemouth away, then they play Aston Villa at home. So the next, I I always look at the sort of next four to five fixtures, and they look amazing for Chelsea. Now, you could say that they maybe had a had a bit of a bump in the road last weekend. What do you think about him and 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 Chelsea going forward? I I see the allure of of getting Nicholas Jackson. I've 
only seen highlights of Chelsea games and, and he does seem to be that the the guy they, they trust up front and he will get goals. I have yeah. a, a, some doubts over whether he'll be the main source of goals. Mm. He looks to me like he's he also likes creating stuff. He's also he's you know, you we said this in the last FPL pod, we like greedy players. And yeah. with Sterling in form with you know whoever else they've got up there and Mudrik getting game time and and make trying to make stuff happen and and I just don't know if he will be the main if they even have a main attacking threat that is Chelsea so yeah that's that's what I wanted to ask do you think there's maybe another Chelsea option that we can in in the midfield or attack area that we can consider it's a good question. For me now, I've been more tempted by Chelsea's defenders. I think Colwell at 4.5 is still a very good shout because he looks to be a certain starter. He might not get you the the attacking outlet, but I'm quite happy with him. I'm, he's he's definitely a keep for me at the moment. Yep. Chilwell naturally. So that's already two that I've got in my team. Mm. And then suddenly I'm like, I, I honestly think the best value for money right now is, is 4.0 Malo Gusto because... Yes, we have to transfer him out once James is back fit, but James might not be back fit for until the next the, the international break after this one. So I I don't know. I've not really taken Chelsea's um front line too seriously. Do do you see anyone else like Mudrik, Sterling, yeah. decently priced, Maduake, but he doesn't get game time? I don't know who, who you who you've got. Who have you got your eyes on? Sterling is normally a very frustrating player for me in FPL. He he misses he always misses sitters when I have him in my team, so it's difficult emotionally for me to get him <laughs> because there are scars there. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, maybe I have to I have to reconsider. But I think Jackson for for the moment is is probably the best pick. The thing with Chelsea is we don't know who is on penalties. Yeah. Do do you have a do you have an insider tip? I don't. I mean, for me, the natural thing to do would be to get Nkunku, but he's out, so... Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Maybe Jackson's going to take him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but... Well, I Enzo think... took the last one and missed it, so... But Enzo's yeah, not really they, uh, an option. That's... Yeah. Yeah, difficult. Difficult. But I think I think Jackson's probably the... Because he's a striker and he doesn't use a midfield spot, I think I'm just going to have to... I think I have to. I'm gonna to have to do this move, you know. Yeah. Especially now with Watkins off penalties. So moving on, moving on. Brentford have two amazing fixtures with Crystal Palace at home and Bournemouth at home, and then have Newcastle away, which you can possibly rotate your squad a bit and maybe um, put I don't know Mbemo on the bench, and then Everton at home, and then Nottingham Forest away. So yeah. the, these fixtures look amazing. Surely we're gonna have to target them, even, even with not with three players, but maybe with one player. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I, I like the shout of of Rico Henry. He's he's gathering popularity at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. and then if you go for a second one, or if Henry's your second one, then the question is who's the other one and. And the big question marks is, is it Risa or is it Mbwemo? And um, I know you've gone for Mbwemo. He's he's delivered very, very kindly to your team with his penalties and, and his and his goal. Um, according to the stats, apparently it's Wisa. 
but then again that kind of contradicts the the idea of 352 formation because you can only have two strikers up top and Risa is, is a striker so you, you can do a 343 three, uh, you know if you you can do but then suddenly i have either saka fernandez rashford martinelli mitoma on the bench which yeah, considering brighton's upcoming fixture i might have to bench mitoma that is yeah. true yeah. But not for this game week. I mean, Brighton have have uh, a home game to West Ham, and I expect them to score. So, no. yeah. So yeah, I mean, stats wise, it would it would suggest uh, we say is the best option, but Mbwemo has the penalties. I assume you're going to mm. stick to Mbwemo, or are you looking to get anyone else in? Yeah, I'm looking to get probably a, a defender in as well. Yeah. I'm just not not sure about Henry or Pinnock yet because Henry is uh, 0.1 million more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I'm really careful with with the money. I I always want to make sure that I want to make um that I that I build a budget early. You know, mm-hmm. I I think I already have one hundred point seven million is my my squad value, which will will uh, gain you a lot of advantages um, further down the road. But yeah, P- Pinnock is because because uh, Brentford is so good on set, set pieces and Pinnock is always in there. I he's, um, he's exciting for me, you know, because not not so many people have him. And yeah, I love these kind of players, but um, I think I might just have to go with Henry just because of that assist threat he has. Um, yeah, Makes yeah, sense. that's with yeah, sure. So, moving on, we have a bit of a crisis with uh, Manchester United assets. Mm. All thanks to you, Fabo. Please mm-hmm. uh, make sure mm-hmm. your team performs. I'm sorry. And it's, <laughs> but surely this week we're gonna have to keep them because they play nothing and Forest at home. But there are a lot of players already sold them. So, are you one of them or? Yeah. I'm holding on for now. I'm my 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 idea is kind of watching the game against Forest and then hoping that Rashford doesn't score and Bruno gets a lot of points, so I can easily just get rid of Rashford, make up like kind of free up some some money, and then swap him for for maybe a Liverpool asset. Uh, yeah. because they play Arsenal after and Brighton, so yeah I, I just don't see them getting that many goals the way it's going at the moment. They need Hoyland back urgently who will then yeah. become an interesting option. But for now, yeah, no, I mean, it's been disappointing. You, you've, yeah. you've got both in your team as well. I'm assuming you're yeah. keeping them as well for the Forest yeah. game. Yeah, surely, surely we can hold hold on to them one more game week. I mean, it's, um, it, it's so stupid to get rid of them right now. It's just, if you're bringing in a photo, maybe I understand just to target the Sheffield this um Sheffield fixture because Foden now is playing and we just don't know how how long this is gonna last so it makes sense to get him in now but Nottingham Forest at home is just a, is, is a nice fixture and we know what Bruno and Rashford can do you know especially at Old Trafford I think they 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 look much stronger there and um there's always can be a penalty and Rashford can score two goals he has that in him so yeah, I think they're a perfect hold, and then let's see if they perform. Maybe we're gonna change our minds. But um, 
yeah, Arsenal away is is uh, is a tough fixtures. Maybe the toughest yeah. of them all. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, but actually, uh, Rashford could score there. I mean, Arsenal. Yeah, that's the thing. Like United, Arsenal have always get. given goals. Yeah. As long as you're always not looking for goals. clean sheets, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna probably take one out against Arsenal away just because there are other players as well and which with good fixtures. Not that I, not um, um I don't want to say Arsenal or 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 a complete lockup, but yeah, they're they're better players with better fixtures probably for that game week. Yeah. So yeah, and that's what uh that's what I want to get into as well. If we go a game week further. And Bruno and Rashford are playing Arsenal. What do you think of other midfielders bringing in, and who is sort of on your list? Who do you want to bring in? Like, I I want to get a Spurs midfielder in. I they look yeah. they look strong to me. Uh, Madison is now injured, which kind of prevents me from from doing that. Other than yeah. Madison, I'm I'm looking at Foden. I think Foden's going to get minutes. I think Pep has now found found where he wants to play him. He looks strong. He looks in form. He looks in shape. He's going to get points. Yeah. And probably for me, the front runner at the moment is Luis Diaz. He plays in that yeah. attacking, in that attacking Liverpool team. He's going to get, he's going to get minutes. He's going to get goals, assists. He's, he's fairly cheap as well. So he seems, he he's the one I'm, I'm most likely to go to. Does that correlate yeah. with what you're thinking? Yeah, that's that's really correlating. I think I, I probably will get Foden in at some point if he continues to play. I'm I'm almost giving myself another game week just to watch, just to watch them. And I don't know about you, but I think this this new role for him, this Kevin De Bruyne role, is probably his best position. And we we knew that I think from the start when he came to the Premier League that yeah he can play good on the wing as well, but he has that inte- that intelligence that that yeah that uh, knack for space you know and he's really he he really look i mean he was the best player on the pitch against newcastle i think yeah for sure yeah definitely so yeah the thing with madison is that reports say he's going to be fine but then again we saw i think a picture with him walking out of the Dressing room is sort of a thing on his on his. I don't know if there's an English word. Maybe you could a, a protective boot or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that that doesn't look good. And it it when when he's injured, it almost downgrades the whole attack of Tottenham. You look maybe you want to look at yeah. at Son or Kulusevski, and yeah, without medicine, it's not the same fluidity for sure. So um, that's a that's going to be a bit of a blow, I think, for for Spurs and for Spurs yeah, agreed. players. Agreed, completely agreed. But yeah, maybe we have to wait for the for the press conference of uh, Ange, <laughs> and then uh, then maybe maybe it's going to be fine. So yesterday, obviously, obviously was no the Monday was the the Arsenal game, and uh, yeah, we were kind of disappointed from FPL standpoint of view i'm delighted that we got the three points of course um what do you think of of martinelli is he already time to maybe bring him out he was already sub 
dropped early again. What? Where do we stand with him? Mm, it's a tricky one because he's he's like he's almost the cheapest option on my in my midfield with eight million, which is a bit of a of a joke. So that that kind of gives him a bit of a a leeway because I want to free up some money. So I'm more likely yeah. to pin Rashford off than than him just now. Yeah. Plus, Arsenal's fixtures might not be the best, but they do have all the difficult ones at home. So, like, they play yeah. United at home, then they play Spurs at home, then they play City at home. So, despite being difficult opponents, I do expect Martinelli to get some returns in in yeah. one, if not two, of those fixtures. Yeah. So, for now, he's he's he does stay in my team because I don't see him not starting a game anytime soon. But I will yeah. I will have a, a keen eye on him. Um, I have other construction sites in my team that are more urgent than him but mm -hmm. yeah i've got an i've got an eye on him what about you yeah i have i have the same kind of thought because yeah there is man united at home and spurs at home but normally arsenal do pretty well when they're at home you know in these yeah. big games at the emirates they're always especially the last two years they're always firing in these sort of games at home um, so yeah, it's really difficult to to charge because Everton away, I don't think is is that of an easy fixture as well. I think as probably some of the some might say, but yeah, I honestly I'm I'm just gonna keep him for one more week, and I think and then we can we can um, think about it again. But there's also been a for FPL. There's been a huge decision in a way that Odegaard is now on penalties and not Saka anymore because Saka was on the pitch as well and he didn't he didn't um, and I kind of I kind of saw that coming because he missed against West Ham. The last penalty against City wasn't as convincing. In contrast to Odegaard's penalty was very convincing and he he has a bit more experience as well. And a bit more leadership, so I, th I thought this could happen. He's now, of course, a whole different, different asset, you know. And with the numbers of last year, if you imagine that with penalties as well, surely we have to consider him. Yeah, we do absolutely. the The thing that's just making me hesitate a little bit is the post match. They said. It was like a decision made on the day where they're both penalty takers. Saka will still take penalties in the future. Um, so I'm... And the other side is also, I just see Saka as more of a goal threat than Odegaard out of, uh, you know, in open play. Yeah. So I'm not jumping on that. I want to see Odegaard take a couple more pens before I before I pull the trigger on that particular swap. But it's an option and yeah. I, I don't see a crazy price rise on on Odegaard or a, or a crazy price fall on on Saka, so I'm happy with with Saka for now. Again, similar reasons for Martinelli. I've got other issues that I want to sort out in my team before that. Um, yeah, but it, it, similarly to Martinelli, it's something I have my eye on for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with that, and it's it's fun because Saka, you know, last year his his actual he his stats. Weren't that great his uh, xG and his xA, but he he almost always gets a goal, you know. And and again this year his stats are not amazing, but he all he produces 
yeah what do you what do you th- do you think maybe this year this will catch him out and he will not maybe have the same sort of luck or or the same or he's not as uh prolific as last year or do you think maybe the stats the stats are kind of misleading in this way that he's he is that player you know I think it's difficult to to say. I think it goes for the whole Arsenal team this year. You know, that the first two yeah. wins, yes, they've been wins. Yes, they look like a team who know how to win tricky games. I mean, that last half hour against Crystal Palace wasn't easy by any measure. But they kind of got... I wasn't really worried for them. You know, I they didn't look like they were going to concede was... at any point. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine as an Arsenal fan, you're watching that game and you're worried. Yeah. But as a neutral slash Crystal Palace supporter in that particular game... I never saw Crystal Palace getting back into it. But the fact remains that it wasn't, it was two unconvincing wins. And I think that's going to be, I can imagine Arsenal perhaps not, because last year, you know, there was the fireworks and and the attacking threats and and Saka Martinelli on the wings kind of doing their thing and bamboozling defenders and Chaka getting assists and goals suddenly. And I can, I can see Arsenal kind of, grinding out wins a bit more this year maybe winning a, a few games by two goals to one or one goal to nil instead of three nil or, or five two you know whatever i just i can just see arsenal scoring a bit of a, a, a couple of goals less than than last year in, in general which also makes a difference to saka's tally yeah but just again uh, maybe on saka do you think he will because his numbers suggest otherwise do you think he will get the same sort of tally he has le- last year? No, I think he'll score less overall than he did last year. Yeah. You? Um, it's a difficult subject for me. <laughs> just nod yeah, if you, it, it, nod if you think just... I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe maybe you're right, but then again, if you look at the goal against Nottingham Forest, I think it was 0.1 expected goal and he just scored it because of his quality but yeah it is it is kind of baffling how he manages to yeah last year how we how we managed to to score that amount of goals yeah it will be intrigued but i think maybe his tally will come down a bit i i, I hope not i really hope not so on the on the last shop check we have for today yep is brighton assets and it's interesting because the fixtures, if we look at them, they have now West Ham at home, which is a good fixture. Maybe not the easiest as well in the world. And then we have Newcastle at home. What do you think about this fixture? Yeah, I've, I've, for me, Brighton, I mean, Estupinan is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, yep. I've got Gerald Pedro definitely thinking of, of subbing him. There will come a time where I play 3-4-3 three, three, yeah. and, and he... He's gonna I hope I hope his price will rise. It doesn't look likely at the moment. He's not been starting, but yeah. but if it if it does, if and when it does, he's he's off he's off my team. Um, and then I have Mitoma as well, who I'm quite happy with because I think Mitoma will get points even against the big guns. So yeah, yeah Brighton players are very much a makeshift at the moment in my team because they they have. I mean, especially Jao Pedro is the one I'm looking to bin. The other two, I'm quite happy to bench them as well for a week if need be. Um, yeah. Because they look so good and they look so attacking. So not that worried at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think um I don't have Mitoma, so for me it's a bit it's a bit of a different setup. But I think when I think Newcastle at home, I can easily play uh 
Estupinian is fine, I think, to play him. Yeah. And then when they play Man United away, he actually rotates really well with my uh, defender on the bench, Botman. So I can, because they have Brentford at home, I can I can rotate there. And um, again, then they have Everton at home and Nottingham Forest away. I uh, know, sorry, I looked wrong. Then have Bournemouth at home. And then they have Aston Villa away, which is a very tough fixture in my eyes. Then they have Liverpool. And we're also in, in Europa League territory at that point, yeah. so it's going to be tricky for exactly. them. That's what, exactly what I wanted to say. Then Europa, Europa League starts to kick in as their fixtures get tough again. This is maybe the time to, when we look in the future and just generally brighten assets for the whole season, what do what do you think? First of all, do you think they're going to get worse? Do you think they're going to be more rotated? Do you think that maybe this hype of Europa League will give them more energy or is maybe more of a, you know, that feeling when you play a big European night, most of the time there's a bit of a drop off at the weekend. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think in general of Brighton for for the whole season? I mean, so hard to say, so hard yeah. to predict because I could see any of those outcomes uh, happen. Yeah. I think what I what I can say with some certainty is that they'll have to rotate. You know, I mean, we've seen it already. Welbeck starting and Ferguson coming on, Joao Pedro off the bench as well. They have the options now, and I think the one thing we know is that our assets, our Brighton assets, might not get the same game time as we need them to. I think that's the big question mark. I, I still think yeah. they'll win games. They have quality everywhere yeah. on the pitch. They'll get the points, yeah. but they might not get the game time. Yeah, and you see especially where like um, Enciso stepping in for Trial Pedro and he just, um, he's just brilliant, Enciso, yeah. I think. And then awesome. you have Evan Ferguson on the bench. You even have like um, Buonanotte. Is he, is, he, is he still there? Or is he injured? I don't, because I haven't really... Bad preparation, bad preparation on my part. Yeah, super unprofessional. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, a striker or? You don't know him? No. I, super, I... super unprofessional by me. Yeah. No, they they only have four strikers: Ferguson, Welbeck, Joao Pedro, Chakiri. Yeah, he's probably a midfielder. Okay. Wait, I have to I have to look him up on my FPL app. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for, but but do you think for now we keep Brighton players or? Yeah, they have one yeah. four point nine, but he's not got any minutes yet, obviously. So, not selling, maybe not, but I'm not looking to bring in. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Maybe yes, that, but uh, but uh, yeah, one not the four point nine million. Yeah, but yeah, the it's just the fixtures. They do get really tough now. Yeah, they get really tough and. The only fixture in there which is good is Bournemouth at home and yeah, yeah. So this week is a it's a, the problem is for most of the people this week is a hole for many players. So Mitoma, Bruno, Rashford, um, even some Arsenal assets that maybe want to move on, but we cannot we cannot uh, keep them all this week. Because next week we cannot sell them all because yeah. we only have two transfers. So for sure, um uh yeah, we have, you're gonna have to think about it and Brighton. Yeah. It's difficult. Yes. Are you gonna use both yeah. of your transfers then for sure? Mm, 
Yeah, I think I will. Okay. I think I will. My my transfers. I think I can say that now. Okay. I don't think my friends are listening to this part. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be um Watkins out for uh, Jackson. Yeah. And Gabri- Gabriel out for, for Rico Henry. Makes sense. Is it- we have to wrap this up, Armand. Yeah. We're about to get kicked off the Zoom call. Perfect timing because I'm finished with my notes. Cool. <laughs> Look at the timing of this. Yeah, huh? 